Kitty Jones, you look so happy right now. Why? Because I actually have my own mic in my hand. I know. We're going to address that in a second. Actually, what I'd like to address first, which I didn't tell you about. Oh, I like how sometimes we like started off with things that we haven't told each other. I know. So like anyone that's listening can still hear that my voice is a little raspy. Oh no. Here we go. Because I caught my friend's laryngitis last week and Ryan didn't believe me. But I'm happy that I still have a bit of a lost voice so that he can believe. Do you believe me now? Yeah. Okay, good. Ryan, you have something to tell our listeners. Oh, well, I'm just going to let our listeners know that this is the 20th episode. Thank you so much for listening. And also, it's been six months. No way. Since we released half a year since we released our first three episodes. We released three off the bat. And it's been pretty cool. Because we wanted to give our listeners content. Yeah. It's like really good shows that have two hour premieres. Exactly. They're not going to be satisfied with one hour minus 15 minutes with commercials. No, because you're holding back. It's like give the people what they want. Exactly, which is more Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, that's very (laughs) unlikely. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers, I know. Here's a cheers. We haven't done a cheers in a while. It's because I'm always drinking wine and you're always drinking beer. Other than that time I was drinking vodka and you were having water. No, there was one time. That's true. One time I was drinking vodka, like lemonade or something and remember i spilled it what a mess you are a mess but you're my mess okay 20 (laughs) episodes 20 episodes and talk a little bit more about how you have your new mic before we jump into today's episode okay so shout out to bethany from blue snowball mics we really love you actually i want to talk a little bit more than just bethany i would like to Speak about customer service because oh. I was very impressed. So, Which isn't what the episode's about, by the no, way. No, it's not. It's not. But working in a customer service industry myself, I believe the importance of it. And as an active consumer, I really appreciate good customer service. But Give basically, it, a long story short, although I'm not very good at that expression, but <laughs> my mic stopped working. You know, I knew personally that I hadn't put any self-inflicted damage on it there was no water damage i hadn't dropped it you know i didn't spill my wine on it and it stopped working and that was a little bit frustrating because you know ryan and i don't live very close to each other so when we do plan to meet up and we execute episodes and then we go to record them and there's a technical difficulty issue that you hadn't done yourself it's frustrating anyways long story short once again we messaged Bethany, I guess, from this company. Called Blue, and they create the snowball mics. Yeah, they create the mics that you get to listen to our voices through. (laughs) And um, she kind of said, okay, send it back, and we'll assess the situation. And if it is something that's wrong on our end, we'll send you a new one. And Ryan actually crafted a very smart email just because he is studying PR public relations <laughs> just kind of explaining in a very diplomatic and respectful way that you know it is a bit of an inconvenience for us to go to a post office wrap it all up with our explanation to then wait for it to arrive to then wait for you to assess it to potentially be turned down or then have to wait for a new one to come yeah and customer service 101 she just said you know what i completely understand we'll yeah. send you a new one i got you and it was there within what two or three days yeah like so shout out to bethany bethany awesome. we love you and i also you know great customer service and this isn't sponsored by the way great customer service on their side my my cord was bent a little bit on my mic emailed them they shipped me a brand new one you know what that's how you keep 
customers yeah. and that's how you gain even more customers because yeah. you're satisfied people yeah. will refer you i understand there are some i'll say quote unquote cheap people out there that want to get anything for free but there's also some honest people yeah. out there that you know my microphone actually just broke yeah without making my life very difficult she resolved the situation so for the first time in weeks I'm now looking at Ryan instead of him sitting on me because we don't have to share a mic. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, just before we jump into this topic, because I'm really excited about this topic, is while we were getting set up, Katie Jones handed me <laughs> the old microphone. And the whole time for an hour, we were trying to figure out why this brand new mic that just got shipped to us wasn't working. Oh, I reset my computer. I was like, you should reset. Maybe it needs updates. I do software updates for like 35 minutes. And then it turns out <laughs> I go, Katie, you know what? Let's just try the old mic and see if it works. Plug it in. It literally, it was the new mic just sitting there. And Katie handed me the old one. Ryan hands himself the old one. You, <laughs> they'll never know the truth because this is audio. But it was Ryan's fault completely. <laughs> so Ryan, what are we talking about today? We are talking about our dream weddings and also just wedding etiquette and very typical dream weddings because there's lots of different ones yeah this this feels kind of weird like we even recorded in a couple weeks because i was in vancouver and then you were sick so we had some backup episodes that went up so like it just feels like i mean is it gonna be like riding a bike like are we just gonna get back into it do you think also before i answer your question <laughs> another thing we haven't spoken about listeners please let us know your opinion on this because ryan and i have kind of toyed back and forth with this we when we're recording these episodes we want a lot of different things for our portfolio and a lot of different things that we can talk about so that we remain interesting to different types of viewers but put your hand up if you think that when we are doing our kind of love and sex and dating topics that they are more interesting to listen to. It is more the Ryan and Katie situation instead of when we get a bit more serious. We want to know your feedback because mm -hmm. we don't want to just have dating kind of conversations yeah. run our podcast. But if people aren't into it, but if they're into it. Exactly. We and it when we way. listen back, we're like, OK, that was a good episode, but. We just thrive more as a couple and as a duo when we talk about... <laughs> as a couple. Well, <laughs> um, okay. Weddings are like, in my opinion, the closest similarity you have to religion and culture. Like, if you are born and raised in a certain environment, you follow suit when it it's like time to get married. Yeah. Like you, if you're raised and born in a certain religious situation, you will follow suit for the most part, right? Yeah, I think it's... It's very traditional in a way, and some people nowadays aren't even getting married, and we're not going to focus on that for this episode, but I'm more wanting to start off and see, I agree that it's like kind of a traditional thing. I want to see like, if you could describe your dream wedding, what would that be, Katie Jones? Well, I think I briefly spoke about this in another episode, just, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you want to be barefoot, right? Yeah, I mean, I have always been a pretty low-maintenance social person, so don't get me wrong, I like putting on a really beautiful outfit with maybe a really nice pair of high heels. Ryan almost just built beer all over my floor. Um, I, I appreciate the finer things in life to a degree, but I was also raised in a small kind of country home town, I guess. So 
as you get older, your wants and needs and desires, I guess, they evolve. And sometimes they may drastically change. I have never wanted a big wedding. I'm an only child. I'm not religious. So the whole um, church aspect of it was never appealing to me personally. Nothing against it, but coming from my, what I would want. And yeah, being an only child, I don't have the world's largest family. So I knew I, I've always known that I want to have a smaller wedding. As I get older and now I am living even farther north in way more of a country situation. Yeah, I want a nice backyard. Shout out to Tony. I won't say his last name. Oh, who's he actually Tony? he's a regular where I work and um he's just like was showing me these photos the other day of his like newly landscaped big property. Oh. And they have like this I don't East Troft is not the right word. No, no, it's like a gazebo. Kind of thing. Right? Yeah. And I said to him, and my boyfriend was actually there at the pub having dinner, but I said to him, I, I was like, oh, that's where Bleep and I could get married. And he said, that's exactly what Bleep just said to me. Okay, when you say Bleep, you've literally mentioned your boyfriend's name <laughs> in a past episode. Well, you know what? It's all about the flavor I'm savoring right now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bleep it. Flavor I'm savoring. But basically, like, I want I want open bar, great music, fantastic food, and at a venue where it's not government run. Like, okay. you have to be out okay. by 1.30 or something. So in someone's backyard. And I do want to wear a really nice dress and be, be barefoot. Till 4 yeah. So you want to be barefoot and it's in a nature setting. Yeah. With like little stumps as like the seats and stuff like that. No, I would like seats. Oh, you want actual seats. Okay. Sorry, guys. You have to sit on tree logs. No, I no. think that'd be kind of cute. I mean, maybe, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I just... Like I said, I love to eat. Yeah. I love to drink. Yeah. I love to be social. I love to dance. I appreciate music. So I want all of those factors to be fantastic, potentially flawless. You know, I want yeah. really good food. Yeah, fair enough. And really good music that yeah, every good song people are like, yeah, I, they keep dancing. You know, I've been to some not so fun weddings and no judgment, but they were not so fun. <laughs> But yeah, I want bare feet. I like bohemian kind of style or what? I'm I know when I say bare feet, it kind of alludes to bohemianism. Yeah. But no I don't I don't know. Like I kind of do want flowers in my hair and no and no shoes. So maybe that is a bohemian style, but I'm not bohemian. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Like my lifestyle and the way I dress and maybe even the way I carry myself would not fall on would not follow under being like a bohemian person but Fair the enough. aspect of like my big day yeah maybe maybe so anyways what about you i you know i could okay i think it could go either one of two ways there's a piece of me that doesn't really think i'd want to do a big wedding but knowing me you'd start counting up all the people that you want to invite and then all of a sudden it's a big wedding so if I was going to do a bigger wedding, I think I would do something like that in nature. I have a question for you. Yeah. You say counting the people that you would want to invite. Are those the people that you think it's raining? No, I saw like a bug fly past you in the background. Oh. And it looked like a mini bird. Like that's how big it was. That's gross. So I think it's behind you by the, me by the light. So that's why I gave like the wide-eyed look. It's actually raining outside again. But no, so when you say you want to, like you're going down the list and it keeps growing. Yeah. Is that like a list of people you've known and 
encountered with like over the years are those like more your instagram followers no <laughs> it wouldn't be my instagram followers they can see it on the story and stuff listen it would be people that have been there through thick and thin would you post about your wedding on your stories the day of okay so first i'm going to describe my dream wedding right so my dream wedding would probably be if it was a bigger one would be in the forest with beautiful like twinkle lights and at sunset so then as we finally we kissed it's the sunset is just going down oh my god yeah it would totally be like in some beautiful forest maybe on a mountain or something and we look at there's the bug look <laughs> no look you missed it where is it oh my god that's a moth <laughs> i know but isn't it big moths are huge yeah i'm gonna put it down your pants <laughs> oh, that's the most action I've gotten in a couple weeks. No, a couple, a couple, a couple months. weeks. I, I meant to say a couple months. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ryan's getting more action than he's uh, talking about. Vancouver was good. Okay, so hold on. Hole. Oh, oh. <laughs> awesome. By the way, you huh? want to get married? I, that's awesome. Vancouver. No, no, I'm just messing with people. So wait, you want to get married in the forest okay. and have your kiss as a sunset? Yes. This is if, and maybe even fireworks as we kiss. Oh this my is, god, that's so cringy. This is if we had a big wedding, but if we, and I like how I say we because <laughs> this. this <laughs> I was thinking there that. is no we right now, but if there was. Um, there will be a we now, Ryan. If it was a smaller wedding, I literally would go with like five people from my side. Well, that's most of my family. Okay, if my whole family was coming, it would be probably like 10 on my side and 10 on his side. And we'd go to Hawaii. We would go to Maui. And my parents got married in Maui, actually. My dad won a trip through uh, his sales job because he was doing so well. And he wanted to marry my mom anyways. And he's like, let's go to Hawaii and get married there. And literally, it was like them and their best friends. And the, no, no family, no nothing. And they asked the family before, and they were supportive of it. They basically eloped. That's uh, cool. And I kind of like that. I mean, I think I'd want to bring like ten close friends because I would want to experience it with them. But literally, Hawaii. Yeah. And it would be like a weekend. I totally get and that. And then See, we would stay for a honeymoon, and everyone would go home. For I, I'm a little bit more yeah. in the middle. You're kind of like one extreme to the other. Like I will <laughs> never have a big, big wedding. I've never ever wanted it. Like I said. But I also want more than 15 to 20 guests. I think like... So how many? I I don't know because I'm not planning a wedding. And I know like anything, you know, you think you have a few errands to run and you start writing them down and you have way more than you thought you did. Yeah. So I can only imagine like a wedding would be like this. And like, well, if I invite this person. So I know that it grows probably substantially. Yeah, that's yeah. a moth. That's a huge moth. It's not a Where'd huge it moth. It's a moth. It's Should right, you kill it? No, it's right on... Did I kill it? No, should we? No. A mo moths don't do anything. They eat your clothes. Kill it. Some clothes. <laughs> don't they? Some clothes. But don't like, they if eat wool I had, or something if I or had to like or... ballpark it, which again is really hard because I've never sat down with a pen and paper and done this, but I don't know, maybe, maybe like 60 and that's both parties' sides so included. So 30 each. Roughly, so, yeah. So would I be there? No. Of course, you would probably be my ring bearer. <laughs> <laughs> or my flower girl, I haven't decided. <laughs> but okay, so I was talking to Ryan about this before we started um, recording. 
obviously like from culture to culture there are just different practices in terms of weddings and you know like a lot of um different cultures they'll have two separate weddings if both people that are getting married are from the same background Mm. um you see that a lot in like hindu marriages and muslim marriages like they'll kind of respect and appreciate both so they'll have separate weddings but i work with this one man that's sri lankan and i was talking to him about marriages the other day and he said that on average not little or not no more there's about 600 people that attend a wedding so whether it's your daughter's wedding wedding or it's your brother's wedding there's 600 people and he said it happens in two weekends so like the first weekend will be the like the marriage yeah and then the second weekend will be like the reception so those 600 people go both weekends which means that much more food you have yeah. to pay for the venue all over again if you get married at a venue i think you would have to if you have 600 people everything whereas if you had one wedding one night it's would be insanely expensive but oh, yeah. you go all in but imagine doing the whole thing over again oh it'd be draining it's so interesting that like there's just yeah. so many different types of love out there, there is, yeah. and then there's so many different types of ways to get married yeah well another topic that i want to uh touch on and i actually heard it on uh I believe it was on Virgin Radio 99.9 in Toronto, and they brought up a really interesting point about how nowadays... Virgin Radio. Yeah, I love that. Virgin Radio. Oh. No. No. Stick with mine. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah, yeah it's okay, a lot better than yours. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, so again, we're uh, just an uh, open audition for anyone who wants to be my co-host. What a he's he's lying. No, no, no. I, no. I love you. No. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so anyways, they were talking about something really interesting, which is that nowadays there are actually people that are stipulating for all guests coming to their wedding that you cannot take photos on your camera or on your phone. And the whole idea of it is, and we're going to discuss our opinions on it, and also we're going to also discuss whether we would post on our stories because I have opinions on that. I know you asked about that earlier. People spend thousands of dollars on a photographer, beautiful wedding photographer that does retouching and makes everyone look beautiful and takes some really artistic shots, right? All of a sudden now there's people, and they were talking about this on the radio, there's people on Snapchat, on Instagram, storing it, adding filters, adding um, stickers onto it, adding gifts onto it. It's kind of ruining the vibe a little bit. Now, I can understand that people want to capture the moment. However, why am I hiring a photographer to capture the moment? If no, you're these doing people your photog- don't want to capture the moment. The only people that want to capture the moment are the immediate family, the mother of the bride, the father of the bride, the, the sister of the bride, whatever. You think? Everyone else that is putting it up on their Instagram or their Snapchat yeah. is to show all of their followers yeah. how much fun they're having that evening. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Because I understand, like, if I were to go to a wedding using social media now... I would put something on my story for sure because I like to share. That's the whole point of it, what you're doing in that moment. But people that go to events, because you know, any of our listeners know as well as you, Ryan, how much extreme social media frustrates me. But like, (laughs) let's say you go to a wedding or you're on a cruise or whatever. Sure, put one or two things up. Sorry, someone came to my wedding and their story was like, 
maybe 20 different slides like were you at my wedding or were you on your phone showing people you were at my wedding no i but then again when you just mentioned that i can kind of see the flip side because at first i was totally on the side of why am i hiring a photographer but then it's like if you create this beautiful aesthetic wouldn't you want people sharing it you know with your own hashtag and everything to an extent no well i went to a wedding they all have their own hashtags now the last wedding i went to was the first wedding i'd ever been to where there was a hashtag shout out Tordy if you listen to this I'm not sure and that was very cool but that was also a few years ago where I don't I don't know but I don't think people were abusing it sure go to a wedding take a picture with the bride and the groom take a picture of the beautiful meal that you're eating something that's in my eyes and my eyes are always right but whatever (laughs) but do not spend your entire evening like you can't have a a drink or a dance or anything without recording it you are my opinion merely trying to show everyone else how much fun you're having instead of actually having fun it's interesting yeah yeah i can see that it's like you want them to live in the moment i think as the groom i would want to post stories about my wedding now i think that i would do it after the wedding and what's interesting is that my friend recently what she did was her and a bunch of people went to iceland together and they celebrated i think it was like 40 or 50 people did the wedding in iceland and then they held a hometown celebration of the wedding here so that anyone that wasn't going to iceland could still celebrate i appreciated that because i went to the hometown one and it was awesome and she still wore the dress and people did speeches and it was really fun it wasn't a traditional like uh you know, priest or minister or whoever officiating it at the front. Yeah. It was more just a celebration. Now, what she did was they had the photos from Iceland up on a big screen. Um, And shout out to Kiri. Uh, I don't know if you're listening, but your wedding photos were beautiful. And um, she then posted a story literally of probably, I would say, like 30 different slides. But it was the whole the whole wedding on Instagram from the photographer's perspective. And it was after After the, the wedding. But, That's but it's, totally but it, different. It told a story though. It was like, I remember, it was like, when this happened, I'm, um, I'm probably going to totally flop at describing this, but she was literally like, I remember when this happened and when we were rehearsing this and when it didn't go as planned and then when we had that beautiful moment. Yeah, like see, every slide I, had a story. I love that. I love that. Po- yeah, I love that too. 50 slides to your story after yeah. the fact yeah. be at your wedding yeah be at your best friend or your cousin yeah or your brother's wedding be there yeah and then post something after or post something at the moment but please do not go to something that's important like a wedding or a concert or a birthday or something that holds like value to you and spend the entire time changing the filters and making sure you got your good angle and for what for you to go check who's viewed it who viewed it first who viewed it last who didn't view it who you know like that's not why you were there (laughs) you're not at that wedding to see how many people are watching your story okay so another topic that i want to touch on with weddings was destination weddings now when i I was younger i always thought and i guess this was me being kind of naive but you know i was younger you're still naive meaning I was gonna I was gonna say younger meaning like two weeks ago. I always thought destination weddings were paid for 
by the groom and the bride or like the two partners or whatever. I always thought that when people went to destinations wedding, it was all paid for. That's not even the case. No, it's not. Literally, you, you have to buy your own airfare. You have to buy your own everything. And people go through travel agents and stuff. And like some of like I've looked at some of them and the packages are way more than what you would pay. Like my friend just paid $1,200 for like four days in Mexico or something. And because it includes all the costs associated with the wedding. And it's like, at that point, are you just getting other people to pay for your destination wedding? I can see why people do it. I'll probably end up doing it if I go to Hawaii. I just feel as though you have to go into it with understanding that certain people won't be able to make it. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I feel like I've heard of, uh, I remember there was a, a story that went viral. And if I'm remembering it, correctly the woman was getting pissed on facebook ranting about how people don't want to go to her destination wedding and it was it i can't remember where it was but it was like three thousand dollars each person to go and people were telling her that they didn't want to go and she basically said that well you're not supporting my dream wedding this is supposed to be my moment see that's so selfish fantastic yeah. if you have the money or you have the the plans and desires to get married somewhere tropical exotic warm whatever but there are people, I mean, I know a couple that just went away to see the man's daughter get married. Yeah. The couple that went there from a second marriage now, but her kids couldn't go because they, you know, they're in their 30s or whatever. They have young children. So the, oh, I don't know how to put this without being confusing, but basically one side of the family couldn't go and see the other side of the family get married Yeah. in Mexico or something because... They have responsibilities, they have young kids, and it's expensive. So if that's ever the case, I would really hope that the people that are getting married wouldn't hold that against them. And you have to still get them a gift? I don't do you. I, I don't feel like know. no. The guy that I talked to that's going on this destination wedding and they're planning now in the summer for next January, he told me that no. Like you you're not getting a gift. If you're spending twelve hundred dollars to go there for a couple of days for a wedding, you don't get a gift. But like, not to mention, I think some not, would, not, yeah, but not to mention, unless you um have an incredible wardrobe or you maybe don't care as much, yeah. or whatever, you're also probably buying your outfits. No, you do. And you do earrings to, to match. match your dress yeah. and heels to match your dress and earrings. And well, you sometimes you're gonna choose though. Sometimes those dresses or the tuxedos are picked for you. At destination, like if you, I don't know about destination weddings, but probably because in the pictures you want them to all match. Yeah, but that's for like bridesmaids and stuff. Oh, so they didn't even have bridesmaids. I think maybe her daughter and her best friend were her bridesmaids, but yeah, it was mainly just kind of guests that she had known for a long time. It was a small wedding. I mean, maybe 15, 20 people, which isn't small for destination, but small in general. Yeah. But they are expensive because even if you're not going somewhere that's all-inclusive, we didn't. So every drink, every meal, every everything you have to pay for. Oh, that's not fair. And the flight there and the outfit that you're going to wear and all of that stuff. So You got to do an all-inclusive. You got to. I feel like at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, what about the whole idea that now some people do all of these events leading up to weddings as basically business uh objectives or business as like basically these uh parties in advance of the wedding become events to fundraise for their actual wedding because i know someone like that where every event stag and doe bachelor bachelorette party other celebrations leading up to the wedding are just paying for the actual wedding i just find that whole concept so outdated to be completely honest 
Don't get me wrong. A bachelor and bachelorette party sounds fun. <laughs> I wouldn't do the whole stripper thing. Again, I also find that outdated. But those really? are more like, it's a party. Yeah. But the stag and doe and all, I can't even remember all the other names because in my opinion, what I've always considered those to be was years ago when couples were getting married much younger, you know, mm-hmm. 19, 20, and they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And they were young. So any... Anything could help. But I'm sorry. If you're 31 with two full-time working adults, why do I need to come to your tacky stag and dough and spend money on tickets to pin the tail on the donkey <laughs> so <laughs> you have more money toward your wedding? You're 30-something years old or even a twenty like successful 28-year-old. We're not 20 anymore. Those times have changed. Women work. Women get pregnant later. Couples have children later than they used to. I don't know. I just find it outdated and I don't like going to them. I just kind of think you're two fully working together people. Like what? why are you having all these events to collect money for your wedding? If you can't afford it, have a smaller one. The only way that I could see it justifiable is if you're really close, like family, if you have a big family or something like that. I mean, then it's kind of still unfair because it's like... Yeah, but you also hear about there are certain events like stag and does and stuff that you can, you're invited to, but you're not invited to the wedding. Oh my goodness. So what? You can, so maybe they'll, really? they'll phrase it as like, okay, the wedding is really expensive and we can only invite so many people so you can't come to that but you're more than welcome to come to our shower or yeah i feel like i've said stag and do a million times because that's when you can have more people and you're getting money from it and does that money go towards the wedding yeah so you're paying for the wedding that you can't even attend you're still you're still having a great time because you're partying and you're hanging out with the bride and the groom which are most likely your friends for sure that's a good point so it's a good night it is a good night good night but you're not invited to the wedding well you know what i don't know if i'd really care it's like how how big of a deal it is if you're you're invited to the wedding but i guess it's more the idea behind it like okay you're invited to the party before but you're not invited you're invited to the pre you're not invited to the, the main party. party. Exactly. You know, and I, you know what? I think that's kind of unfair. I mean, you know what? It's not even justifiable with family doing these all these parties, in my opinion, because I think that like, yeah, they want to support you. But like, you know, what if some of them are going just because they feel pressured to go because they're your family? However, if you throw a really awesome party, a really awesome party that brings everyone together, then maybe it's justifiable to spend the hundred bucks for the night or whatever because it's a night out. It's a date night for you and your spouse. Yeah, or, or it's whatever. A, it's a and good it's a time fun DJ. seeing friends. And there's performances. And... Like, you know what? I'd have drag queens. If I was going to do an event like that or maybe even my wedding, I think I'll have drag queens performing. That would be awesome. And I can't wait to go to your wedding. Yes. You're well, invited to mine as well. You're invited to mine too. And I just want to end this episode by saying, if you're okay with that, are you okay with ending that episode here? Yeah, I think so. I think we've... Uh, I mean, really, there's so many things you can talk about, but I think that we hit the main ones on the head. Right, Gracie? I just went in the episode by saying that, that you're literally holding your original fur baby in your hands right now. And I noticed recently you had tweeted out a picture of your other fur baby. Can we mention that in front of Gracie? Of course. Yeah, you have a, a kitty fur baby that is now how old? Oh, Lucy is probably about eight months old now. And, you know, you're basically a mom to her. To him. Lucy's a boy. Oh, sorry, to him. But she started as a girl. When you introduced me to Lucy, 
She was a girl. Yes, she Okay, was. I'm sorry. I need to get the pronouns right. No, that's okay. Everybody thinks that Lucy's a girl because his name is Lucy. But he's not. He's my little boy. Yeah, he's about eight months old now. Aww. I love him because he's my first... I'm an animal lover. He's so cute. He's so cute. Um, Anyone that knows me knows I love animals. But I never had cats growing up because my mom's deathly allergic. Although she loves them. So I always had dogs. But again, they were always my parents' dogs. Mainly my mom's dog. And Lucy is my first animal that's mine. She's He is my responsibility. He's my cat. He's my baby. So there's just so much pride and stuff that comes with it so gracie is in my arms and i love her to death but gracie is my mom's and she's baby. a dog by the way all right well thank you for listening to our 20th episode how fantastic we should cheers to that ryan we should cheers to that because congratulations to 20 years just 20 years <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to 20 episodes and also cheers to all the previous work we've done in the past and to another 20 episodes. We've known each other for five years. Can you believe it? Yes. We've been annoying me consistently for five years. <laughs> Cheers, guys. We appreciate it. Love you. Love you. Cheers. <laughs> oh, my phone. Oh, no. Get <laughs> The beer went on her phone. Oh, my God. The it was a beer wine. of wine. It was, it was wine. wine. So we can blame Katie. Anyways, bye, guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Oh my god, am I gonna have water damage? Is it gonna be broken forever? <laughs> oh my god.